Uh, right now, it is my pleasure to introduce Doc Miller. How are you guys doing tonight? We are doing excellent. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, we'll talk in a little bit. I know you guys came far and wide, but uh, let's hear a couple songs here. What do you got for us? This one's called Talking to Me. You are listening to Local Tunes. That's Doc Miller hitting you with a, some fiery psychedelic rock. Uh, let's hear another one, guys. All right. Ready? 
log of the Starship Enterprise, Stardate 5943.7. Captain Kirk, this is Lieutenant Uhura. Mr. Spock is ready to patch in. Go ahead, Mr. Spock. I'm on the surface of the destroyed barbarian planet now, Captain. Destroyed? What do you see, Mr. Spock? The surviving inhabitants are in a dreadful condition. It seems they can't control their limbs, and their minds are dull and useless. Fascinating. They seem to be in a state identical to that curious 20th century Earth disease called hard drug abuse. I suspect it has destroyed all meaningful life on this wretched planet. A tragic find, Mr. Spock. As a Vulcan, I find the need for hard drugs to be totally illogical. But as a half-human Spock, surely you can appreciate the suffering that hard drug abuse causes. We can only hope that other civilizations will not make the same mistake. Hey, you are turned tuned into KRUI 89.7. You're listening to Local Tunes. I'm your host, Max Lipnick. We've got Doc Miller live in studio. Dan Miller playing that Stratocaster. Lars Lee on the jazz bass and Patrick Montag on the drums. Hell yeah. uh, sounds great, you guys. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yes, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, for us here. thanks for coming in. So uh, how did you guys all meet? Oh. So we all went to high school together in Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids yeah. Kennedy, the yeah. Cougars. Um, yeah. Me and uh, Doc and I, we were in middle school. We started our first band back in the day, though. It goes back to that. And then, yeah. Like, what was that band called? It's Illicit Soul. What yeah. was the name of that? <laughs> MySpace might still be. We're always there. terrible <laughs> at coming up with band names. Yeah. It's the hardest part. So, yeah. Now, we, we, how did. Well, I mean, you guys were. You and Pat were jamming, though. And yeah. I kind of came back into the picture. It's been just constant, revolving kind of. But started, uh, Lars was like the first person I ever like played music with as like, he came home from Europe and learned, uh, what's the, <laughs> the kink song? Lola? Lola. Yeah, man, yeah. I got a lot of mileage out of that one <laughs> he with, played, the, with he, the baby boomers. He like learned how to play and sing it and I'm like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Dude, you know, that's um, overplayed, but still nonetheless Dude, a badass a, song. It's a real yeah. cool kind of clever Song, yeah, I love sure. the Kinks. And yeah, yeah they, they were ahead of the, their time on that song. Oh, we yeah. talk about topical. Yeah, man, he's definitely, days. definitely. Um, so, so Cedar Rapids Kennedy. I take it you guys were all show choir boys. Is that right? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only guilty one of that one. Yeah. How did oh, you, you, you know that, man? You know, I was, uh, I was in show choir at Davenport Central. So Cedar Rapids, oh. we always feared you guys. You guys were like a powerhouse. You, you know? know, my 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 high school self would be kind of like stoked to hear that. <laughs> we would go to Davenport in that cool theater. We'd always we'd have the that big uh yeah and the Adler Theater the, the Adler Theater yeah yep, yeah, yeah the yeah, Great sure. River. Um, so yeah, I was in it my freshman year and then, um, I was like, I don't like singing and dancing. I'm just going to play in the pit. And that was my jam. Yeah. I I did that for the, for, uh, I was in show choir band for a little bit in middle school. Yeah. Like that was kind of fun. Shout out Harding Keys. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We we would just like jam on Black Sabbath. Like one time, (laughs) one time at a, at a, uh, a competition, we we played the intro to Blind by Corn and like I got the mic and it's like, are you ready? And we got away with it. I don't know. Our, yeah. Our, yeah, that was always fun. Yeah, because because yeah. uh, like during there's a lot of downtime in show choir. Oh yeah. And during that time, like the band will rock out and some of the sure. show choir kids yep. will start yeah. singing some rock music. We'd we'd always do like War Pigs or yeah mm-hmm. something That's like that. One. So do you think there's any uh, similarities between show choir and playing in a rock and roll band? Personally, I mean, it's just, you know, you just like to perform, you know? Yeah. And that, that, However you, know, you can get it out. I don't have, like, a super big proclivity towards, like, musical theater really so much, but it's fun to just, you know, I don't know get on a stage and perform, and there's the element of just, like, working together. Yeah, to Lars, Lars knows how to do vocal harmonies, and that's, like... A little bit. That's being a little generous. teaching me. But. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, if you're singing lead, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, right, yep. Yeah. Just try to focus on me. For but, sure. So, yeah. uh... So you guys all met in Cedar Rapids, but you don't all live in Cedar Rapids. You live uh, kind of all over. Yeah, down 380. Yeah, Pat's the only one sticking around CR. Pat's home dead base. in the middle, home base. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he's got a sweet setup. I'm up in uh, Cedar Falls, docks down here in Iowa City. Yep. Yeah, we'll meet, meet in the middle in Cedar Rapids. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of 380 time. Is that a, a new thing to the band that you guys are apart, or has that sort of always been the jam? Since the beginning, since yeah. I joined, man. So it had kind of, this kind of, we all came together after Pat and I 
had been working on a lot of songs. Um, I want to say, like, late one night in CR, we met at a bar randomly. And I was yeah. like, Dan, what's up? You know, we hadn't seen each other in a while. Yeah. What's up? What are you doing? You know, it's playing guitar. And I'm like, I just bought a drum set. Let's, bring, let's go. Let's bring it together, you know? Yeah. We didn't bring his set into the studio today, but it's a big uh, Ludwig. How many inches is the bass drum? 26. 26. It's a John Bonner. Yeah, it's a monster. Wow. Yeah, so Pat, it's like, I got this drum set. I was like, I, need, I just need to play with people. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of just did it, you know? I felt all throughout college, I like neglected music in my life. You know, I still listened to it, digested it, but I wasn't, I wasn't playing myself. I felt getting out of college, you know, that, like, was weighing on me. Yeah, so what were you awesome. doing before? In college, in high school? Yeah. I did um, drumline in high school two years. They fired our drum instructor. Don't want to get into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was kind of the main reason. I thought he was a great instructor. He really pushed everybody. I thought we had a great squad. But I just went on other things. He's, pr- he's a pretty mean producer, Pat gets, Pat gets busy with some electronic keys, man. Yeah. Yeah. We He's didn't bring the Juno too. today, but yeah, Pat gets busy. Come back for like a, electronic two, beats and yeah. things like that. Production sampling, hip hop, kind of that kind of jam. It's got a little unchopped orchestra kind of thing going on too. Sometimes, yeah. man. I was wearing their shirt earlier today <laughs> and I changed that right? it. Oh man, should have left it on. <laughs> it sounds like you're really busy. Doesn't sound like you weren't doing nothing. Ah. Uh, it's definitely toned down. I feel like in high school, I, I really love to just sit in my room and make beats. I, I want to take it back. So I met Dan back in the day, but one time I knew, I knew Pat in high school. We had mutual friends. We weren't like best homies or anything. But one day I, 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 I do some hip hop too. One, one greatest separation. Yeah. And <laughs> one day I, I, he, I found a SoundCloud and he had this, this beat sampling, That's Life by Frank Sinatra. I thought it was super cool. And I had never talked to him, but I shot him a message and I was like, hey man, you want to send me that, that MP3? Yeah. like, yeah, dude, cool, man. Awesome. That was my first kind of interaction I remember with Pat. Yeah. Wow. So it started with hip hop, and, and now you guys are playing psychedelic rock together. Yeah, dude. How does yeah, that yeah, work yeah. out? I think being in Iowa, you know, you just listen to everything. I it's suppose, true, yeah. man. Yeah, I it's suppose. I agree. It's just soak it all in, and like I think we all just went through so many phases. Like definitely middle school, you know, everyone loves Led Zeppelin, the yep. Beatles, yep. all that stuff. Like that's probably our common base, and then we all kind of spread out and. For sure, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, what are your, some what are some of your influences today? Today, it's oh man, I don't know. I just I just listen to so much music and I just go through phases. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I, there's so many great bands too. So, yeah, like yeah. Uh, what have you guys been listening to? Like, you know, in the last new, week or something like new that. Albums. I was listening to uh, Maggot Brain by Funkadelic. Oh the yeah, other day I put that. I was washing dishes at work and I put that on. I yeah. wanna know. You can get to that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Radiohead recently, for sure. Oh, wow. Like the early, right? early Radiohead, like the Benz, that album. Sure. Really dig that. Yeah, the it's rock kind of like. Yeah, it's just like really, it's, it's, it's intense rock, punk rock, but it's also like really well like composed and arranged at the same time. Like I, I like it a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. With so. Radiohead, I, I like listened to them for a while. Yeah. You know, I go through a huge binge and I listen to all the yeah. material and then I'm like, I don't want to hear Tom York's voice for mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. six months, you know, yep. and then, but then you dive right back into it. Yeah. How about you, Patrick? Can you listen to anything? Past couple of weeks, phony people. Phony people? What's phony that? people, oh. like P-H-O-N-Y-P-P-L, I'll abbreviated or whatever. Oh, what, they're awesome. What kind of music is that? I want to say it's, it's like a little soul R&B, uh, a lot of harmonies. I don't know. They just got great jams. Yeah. Go check them out. Also, <laughs> that, that, that Fetty album with like Freddie Gibbs, oh, yeah. Currency, and Alchemist is really, really good. Yeah, I was really stoked on that project. I love Freddie Gibbs. He's yeah. a very talented yeah. individual. I think <laughs> hearing that album, I mean, my takeaway, this is just my opinion, but my takeaway from that album was... Man, Freddie Gibbs is so much better than Currency. He outshot. I mean, I like Currency, but I can't deny that Freddie Gibbs. It hurts to say it. Yes, he, he, he's he got that. Shined. Yeah, he's got that history, and he's got that voice, man. Yeah, and that baritone, and the dude. flow. Yeah, yeah. like uh, yeah, it's that, like in the pocket, but just kind of like kind of loose with it still. Yeah, he's he's cool, man. Yeah, that Matt. I mean, I wasn't on Freddie until that Mad Lib. Album was it Pinata? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, that was super cool. And that totally opened up my mind. You Mad Lib guy? 
I am a total mad and freak. freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. We're on the totally. same page. Yeah, what's, what's your guys' favorite hip-hop projects? I mean, we talked about that. Oh, Mad Lib and Eric Doom, obviously, but... Jay Dilla was a huge one for yeah. me. Like Dan came to high school with the donuts T-shirt. I was like, "What's this yeah. dude?" Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yep. Wow, you had you knew donuts in high school. You yeah, it's um my buddy Cameron. It's all like everyone's older brothers. Like my buddy Cameron <laughs> yeah. Bradley had an older brother that was just into awesome. Jordan Bradley, hip-hop. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know Jordan. I remember too. back yeah. in the day because he had like some uh, Death Jux, like Aesop Rock and uh, El Pizzle. He had like some of those songs, and I was like, "This is some weird music." But yeah. It's kind of funny how it comes full circle. It's like, oh, it's kind of, I, kind of the, the, the lane I'm in right now. Yeah. Nice hip-hop mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't know. So who was that guy for you? That was your older brother? No, my buddy's older brother. I'm, I don't have an older brother, so it's all my friends, like older mm-hmm. siblings, that yeah. would like, turn, turn us on to like, cool stuff. You know? Evan's brother gave me like, a digital CD of all Jurassic yeah. 5's albums on one yeah, CD. Jurassic yeah, Jurassic oh, It is man. kind of a, the older brothers, isn't it, man? Yeah. They gotta, they're looking out. Good old J5. Yeah, yeah I heard man. about them yeah, in a long dude. time. Uh-huh. That was probably my first like hip hop that I fell in love with. It like for real. Yeah, that Charlie Tuna. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tony sure. Hawk brings up a lot of good. <laughs> yeah, dude, Tony memories. Hawk was on point with the song selection. <laughs> it was. It's that perfect. Yeah, dude. Uh, mix of yeah. punk rock and hip hop. They like snuck it into like America in a video game. You know, yeah. it's like the music wasn't getting heard any other way. But yep. they put it on Tony Hawk, and it's like a whole generation like. I think, oh, and then Tony Hawk, like, think about how that influenced skateboarding. I'm a big skateboarding fan, and it's like, people are just doing insane stuff these days. Would you say he made it like, mainstream? Yeah, well, he yeah. made it mainstream, but it was also like, you know, yeah, people will do like 20 stairs cause you could, yeah. in real life, because you could do it on a video game. It's like, kind of push yeah. the envelope. Yeah, it's wild um, how if you see someone do something, it suddenly becomes possible. Yeah, even if it's just Ooh. a video game, people are mm-hmm. like that. Puts that mindset. I don't know. It's cool. So we talk about the cool older brother. How about your parents? What were your parents listening to when you were growing up in the house? And did you reject it or did you embrace it? I had a lot of folk. A lot of folk? Johnny like Mitchell. Bob Dylan. Yeah. My dad is big Steely Dan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's where, that was, man, that's some good drumming on mm-hmm. those albums. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The yeah. Purdy Shuffle. The Purdy Shuffle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have I you seen that guy. YouTube video of oh, him yeah. showing the Purdy Shuffle? I wish I could play Why it right now so it, the listeners could know anyone who's listening <laughs> yeah. check out the just just uh you know keep listening to this but after it, <laughs> mental note yeah. google pretty shuffle search yeah. on youtube my mom was into she's kind of a hippie flower child she was into like joan baez and folk and like crosby stills nash and young and then she showed me the kinks kinks were her favorite band also really into the clash Dad loves music, but he doesn't really have. He doesn't like listen to music, but like when it's on, he cranks it up and just like <laughs> he rocks out. Really enjoys himself. <laughs> Turns it up in the garage. Yeah. And, well, yeah, it's, it's like it's like AM radio, or he'll like have like I don't know, like a Doobie Brothers CD. Oh and he's yeah, just like super stoked on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Yeah, dude, we had the yeah. Yeah. Steve Miller band for sure. Classic yeah. dad rock, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I grew up from a very young age uh, thinking Kiss was the most like, coolest rock band ever. That's that's what you Yeah, that after. was like, my dad had some records and there was a Kiss Alive one and the, the album spread is just like this crazy live show, like spitting blood, like flames everywhere. And I was just like, man, this is so cool. And uh, that was like one of my, one of my first concerts was a Kiss concert. I was like... Five or six years old, so <laughs> so that explains yeah. why you guys are fully decked out in makeup right now. Yeah, you guys <laughs> the on the yeah. I'm the star it's, child, <laughs> spaceman. Yeah. Um. So you guys have all these different influences. How did you figure out, like, yo, we're just gonna play psychedelic rock? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the thread of, of rock and roll is pretty strong in all of us. For me personally, it's like whenever I, I pick up a bass, it, I, I'm not like a crazy. Awesome virtuoso, but just like I just like the riffs, man. Yeah, uh-huh. awesome. Ours so is a riff machine. The yeah. riff, the riff is what I always come back yeah. to, no matter what. So yeah, uh, I can tell that you guys like maybe like some Hendrix trio stuff. Yeah, getting all in absolutely syncopated. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, we we like to have fun. Probably, I, don't know. I think it, the psychedelic rock came natural to me. Just yeah. like sitting down at the kit, we a couple guitars, psychedelic rock. Yeah, and then like. The colors of the effects pedals. 
I don't know, that's minor, but that's it's just cool. Pat's cool got to look a really at. good uh, drumming style, too, for it. I think, like, the way he uses fills and, like, he'll match the riffs in certain, like, you know, it's uh, it's pretty fun. Definitely. Yeah. You guys sound really tight. Is there any bands that particularly influence uh, this group or any era? Um, Man, we kind of go all over. I'd say, like, you know, uh, we've been, I've been listening to, you know, a lot of Nirvana kind of influences, uh, Right now, I try to sneak in, like you know, I just steal from everywhere. Yeah, I want to <laughs> shout out Blue Dream from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. dude, go check them out. Great yeah. psych rock band. Yeah, Ty Seagal has kind of been like oh, yeah. kind of influential to a degree. Just like I don't know, it's just like simple. Pick up your guitar and play it. Not frills, but it's exciting. I don't know that that sort of ethos is kind of inspiring. You know, totally. You don't got to be super great at guitar to have a lot of fun and make a cool song. I think. Yeah, I don't know. You just got to gel. I like the power trio kind of yeah. like you know like that's Hendrix or a lot of great bands like Rush, Rush. yeah Green Day Green Day <laughs> it's like it's just, the triangles the triangles the strongest shape you know it's true very stable yeah so and we you know we you kinda, all fit in one car too that's... for the most part yeah. it's getting a little tight these days yeah we got, got we a lot. and we're getting new toys so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's let's hear some more music if you're just tuning in we got Doc Miller. Uh, with Dan Miller on guitar, Lars Lee on bass, Patrick Montag playing the drums. Uh, if you're interested in hearing these guys, check them out. They're playing a show Saturday, December 1st at the Yacht Club. They're going to be playing with YOLO and I believe another band. Who else are you playing with? Mama's Boy. Mama's Boy. Yeah, from KC. They're, they're awesome. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be a nice Saturday night in Iowa City. Go down to the Yacht Club, support local music. Uh, what do you got for us next, guys? We got a couple kind of newer ones. Uh, this one coming up is one I wrote after I got my wisdom tooth, or as my wisdom tooth pulled out. And I just kind of wrote the chord progression and just kind of been fiddling on it for a while. It turned into a song. Awesome. And it is called Wisdom Tooth.
listening to Doc Miller. That one's Wisdom Wisdom Tooth? Wisdom That's Teeth. Right. Singular. Wisdom Tooth. All right, what do you got for us next, guys? Uh, I got another. This is, this is a pretty brand new one. It's called, uh, called New Oceans. So let's try this one, guys. Uh, uh, all right. One. Yeah, that's Doc Miller laying down some heavy riffage. That one's New Oceans. Uh, let's do one more. What do you got for us? No. We got another one, yeah. One more and then we'll talk. And then we'll do more. No, let's do a legal ID real quick. I'm going to click this. Up. KRUI, Iowa City. Oh, yeah, now we're in the mood. A careless whisper. <laughs> that saxophone dude is legendary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always gets me horny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's do it. 
Oh, yeah, you are listening to KRUI. You're listening to the sweet jams of Doc Miller. I'm going to let that nice little... Oh, yeah. There it is. Sounds great. <laughs> cool, man. Awesome, you guys. That's, that's, uh, so I want to know how your songwriting process works. Ooh. Yeah. It's kind of a little different each time. Um, Here's how I kind of look at it. I say, for so I came in for a lot of these songs were written before I joined. So I just kind of learned the, the chord progressions, and, and Dan was totally cool. Just let me kind of fill in the blanks and let me do my thing. Uh, and after that, you know, Dan would bring ideas to the table. Pat, you know, we got some Pat songs, too. He's got the Juno out. Yeah. We usually come with, like, kind of more or less fully kind of fleshed out ideas, and then we just bring them together yeah. with the guys. Yeah. And- Lars is really great about making demos. And so oh, yeah. for, for a couple, he'll make a, dem- a demo. Um, maybe we jam on it, and just it kind of evolves a little bit after we bring it all together. Um, yeah, so... And yeah, I definitely think sometimes that is the best way to get the idea out there. Yeah. I know a lot of artists, you know, they'll, they'll come up with an idea and kind of get stuck with it, or they'll put it aside. Yeah. But definitely with Lars coming up with full demos, you know, all the sections are, are planned out, so it makes it real easy to, to learn the song yeah. and start jamming. Yep. And from and, the time you get a demo, does, it, does the song change very much, or are you listening back on those... Yeah, it's funny. We've like played some of Lars's like original stuff, and like, <laughs> yeah, and now we've like kind of recorded it all together, and it's just um, you know, I, I feel like they sound more or less the same. They don't change a whole lot, but they just have like the little individual. You, you know, I just know like the sound these guys have and like their yeah. own style, and you can just kind of hear that it's the little fingerprints yeah. on it. You know, yeah, definitely trying to record more and more, um, and through that process, I think we learn a lot. You know, it can go through different iterations, but always listening back to those recordings and just picking up like, oh, we can improve this little bit here. Maybe this can go here. Swap that around. You know, yeah. uh, definitely listening back to those recordings. Jamming too, man. Yeah. yeah. The jam's important. Sometimes I feel like we kind of get lost in rehearsing these days, like rehearsing the songs, and we don't jam as much as we used to, guys. Mm-hmm. I know. We need to jam more. Yeah. Getting it out. But you know what? I really admire the fact that right now, uh, what's going on in the studio is there's one can of LaCroix and these <laughs> brothers, they're passing it all yep. to each other and all drinking out of the same can. That that shows a, a level of camaraderie that I don't think yeah. all bands are at. Yeah, I mean, we, we shoot it's one instrument, you know? It's like one our, instrument. That's one, like our motto. One instrument, one LaCroix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the yeah, we, we share everything. Um, so, but that last song, that seemed pretty composed. There were some different sections... Um, where kind of, yes, you know, that how, was, how did that happen? That was like, so I, usually I just come up with little bits and that was like one of the few ones that I successfully just stitched together uh-huh. all these little things, you know, it's like, and you know, it definitely has like certain, like we just c- c- kind of completely stop and then pick right. up another yeah. part, but it's the same key and it's like. Cut, I don't know. Try to think about it thematically a little bit. Like I really like I, yeah. songs that kind of are an adventure. Sometimes I'm definitely a fan it's, of. You got to like be careful. The fake ending into <laughs> yeah, the yeah. hidden outro. Yeah. Like yeah. in the old days, they'd put that on the end of the CD. Yeah. Maybe not like 20 minutes back. I'm not. Yeah. No, I know what you thought. Like the hidden track break sil- Yeah. yeah break of sure. silence, and then oh, here we go. Here Have you guys go. ever play that one, and then the applause starts, and you're just boom, right back into the jam, and. Nope, song's not over yet. It's good. I think, we, I think we keep people's attention. I don't know. I never. I'm just like getting so ready for the the end. Yeah, you know? it's like I don't even know what's happening out there. There's a pretty that see like, that monstrous riff was concocted by Dan Miller. I can't take credit for that. Yeah. one. that's a fun one to monstrous. just yeah. <laughs> you hit that low E string, man. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that was so what's a uh, is there certain subject matters you guys tackle? I, I know wisdom tooth. Uh, yeah, what, what's your interpretation? I'm just curious. Oh, you know, I didn't really catch all the lyrics, sure. but what I really admire about that song is that, you know, people tend to just write songs when they're in a good mood. But yeah, I sure. think you got to write songs, uh, you know, when you're in a bad mood or when you're in pain. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I admire about well, that yeah, song. Like, yeah. I, I know for me, it's like, they're kind of angsty, but they're more, there's, there's kind of like, I, I guess like for me, it's just kind of like anxiety kind of, kind of. 
is what I tend to write about as what kind of manifests in, in the lyrics and and I try to I don't know there's a and little does bit of anxiety influence your or does it does it get you like when you're feeling anxious does it inspire you to write no I'd say that the writing comes when I'm relaxed but the things that that kind of speak to me or like kind of like come to me when I'm trying to write kind of you know come out of experiences that you know are anxiety inducing I suppose that one's kind of about like mindfulness. Uh, that was kind of like the idea I kind of had behind writing some of those lyrics, like mindfulness in the face of fear, you know, trying uh-huh. to, trying to stay grounded even yeah. when your anxiety gets the best of you. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Well, yeah. I think I it's good. Not to get too, whoa, that's deep bro or anything, but that's, right. you know, honestly, that's kind of, kind of what it is. Yeah. Well, it's good to write songs that people can relate to. And I think everyone deals with things, a certain amount of anxiety on, yeah, on a, daily basis i think it's like yeah that's that's definitely the way i look at it is it's like personal struggles how that relates to society you know it's like everyone here's you know struggles with anxiety addiction whatever you know it's like it's a it's a battle and it's like a matter of channeling it you know yeah and and that's like something i try to focus on is like man this this feeling i'm just gonna let it out through this noise you know Trying to have themes of like maybe like not like I won't say political, maybe social, but not too like over the head with it, too uh, too over. Yeah, think, yeah. It's, I, mean, I, I don't like to be like deliberate either. You know, it's like yeah. it should be whatever you think yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, Deep down, no one wants to be told what to do. Try not to, yeah. Have that preachy kind of feeling. I think on. that's the, that's the cool part about art. You know, it's like big fan of minimalism and all that. It's like it's it's on the the person observing the art to complete it. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's being put out there, but it shouldn't be like this exactly. It's like whatever it is uh-huh. to you can't you know? be dissected from strictly from the artist's point of view. Yeah, isn't that called like the death of the artist or something? Like once you Maybe. put it out into, you know, into the public, it's not really yours anymore. And yeah, yeah, you're subject yeah. to whatever, yeah. Yeah, whatever interpretation. Just look it at is. everyone's tweets. <laughs> tweets, man. I mean, that's seems like an art. <laughs> yeah. are you guys on Twitter? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to share my Twitter. I just I'm a aggregate of funny and interesting retweets. I don't have any like original thoughts myself, but yeah, I'm just a lurker too. I don't. Hey, we got Doc Miller on Instagram. Is Doc Miller Music on Instagram? Yep, we're on yeah. Instagram. We gram. Uh, You're on Facebook. Yep, we gram. Facebook. We book. Yeah, <laughs> book shows. Yeah, book faces. Yep. Yeah, uh, we're in a lot of libraries. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out and uh yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding man uh so uh you know we're talking about like being deliberate with lyrics and stuff like that you know your music really evokes kind of 60s and 70s psychedelic rock and roll and i think with a lot of that stuff you know during the vietnam war they were kind of deliberate um, with, with their music and i think that there's you know there's kind of this thing going around where people are saying oh you know i don't want to sound preachy and mm-hmm. obviously you want to do it in a way that's not preachy but yeah. i think it's good to you know be political with music and yeah um my big thing is just like yeah just like make i think good art or whatever just makes you question things you know it's like you should be confused after maybe or something it's like when you like some <laughs> you know? people okay so like we watched that movie hereditary and uh-huh. uh i don't know if you saw it but no, it, what it, is it's, that? it's 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 like a avant-garde horror film it was really good it was okay. really well done i loved it maybe but recently when, yeah in the last like maybe, i don't know like definitely in the last year maybe the last like eight months okay. but it ended and then it was a really strange bizarre movie and it ended and you there's an audible like huh in the audience <laughs> and people i heard them walking on they're like I didn't, that was stupid i didn't like that they don't what like does that mean confused. what did what did this mean what did that mean what did that mean i was like dude i, I love these unanswered questions mm-hmm. and you go out and you talk about it. Like, what did that mean? I, I don't know. It's not for everybody. And that's cool. But. Well, life, you just die, you know, and, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, yeah. a lot of unanswered, unanswered questions. questions. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I, I dig art like that, too. You know, everyone likes things all neatly tied up and a happy ending. But life ain't like that all the time. Not always, man. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, local groups you guys dig. Oh man, there's there's a lot of them. There's one that comes to mind immediately for yeah. me though. Who's that? Oh, one, oh, hold on, that on one, <laughs> one. No, we're gonna say it. <laughs> three, two, two, one. The horse, horse theory. theory. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. horse yeah. theory. Okay, those guys are yeah, very cool. Yeah, we, we play with them. <laughs> are they from here? Uh, they're from Cedar Rapids. Uh, we played with them down at Yacht Club before, and they're just awesome '60s psychedelic, like great musicianship, yeah, great, uh, great songwriting. Yeah. 
You think they'd come on the show? I bet they they would. They would love to. Yeah. Yeah. They would would tear it up. Yeah. I love Zool. Yeah, they'll be on the show next week. week. Yeah. We we play with them at the mill recently. Hobby Horse. Uh, My buddy Adam does like crazy noise, and he's just super talented. Tape machine, yeah, tape yeah. machines and stuff like Everything. that. Everything. Um, we played with a uh, new tribe. New tribe. It was a month or two ago. Yeah. That was. If, if anybody out there gets a chance to see those guys, it's a trip. Fortunately, yeah, they're experience. no more. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a. Ma- James moved to California. Is that right? Yeah, but was that the flute player? No, that's no. the guitarist. There's two James, but yeah, that's right. They used to play every night at Guild in Coralville, and it's like super crazy, like. Feels like you're going to some like Andy Warhol like thing in New York. Like it's like half performance art, half yeah. you know. They, they're just crazy. It's they, did, they did a killer cover of the Scooby Doo theme song, which oh, I really appreciate. Very cool. Yeah, and they just incorporate all sorts of instruments. And, it's a bonanza. Yeah. yeah. Extravaganza. Oh There's yeah. Lots of instruments all yeah. over the place. Sounds everywhere. Yeah. Right on. Well, sad that I never got to experience that. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure James and John will be cooking up something here in the wake. The the phoenix will rise from the ashes. Definitely. Yeah. You had mentioned Hex Girls. Um, yeah. We played them earlier, and they're from up the town I'm from in Cedar Falls. Yeah. I've been able to catch them a couple of times. They're very very cool band. Yeah, I want to get them on the show. Yeah, I'm that'd be sweet. Their albums that'd be sweet. Quite a bit. I got to give a shout out to uh, some a little neighborhood collective I have going on. Uh, with a uh, neighbor Denny from Zool, uh, got John Lewis uh, from Death by Zero, uh, Kevin Ozeroff, he's my roommate. We just kind of, it's like this rotating crazy cast. Um, we just jam and have fun. So, right on. Yeah, the, the, the next door four. Next door four. Yeah. I, and there's like no, there's, there, there may not be four people, there may <laughs> only be two or three, or there may be eight. Yeah. Well, if you're walking down Davenport yeah. Street and you yeah, hear some right. crazy exactly. jams, then yep. you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, recording. You guys are going to record an album coming up here? Working on it. Yeah, we we got a couple tracks laid down. Um, you know, we're trying to really do a good job with it. We're taking our time uh, recording in Pat's basement. Um, so we're... we're we're getting pretty good going, quality with what we yeah, got, you know. I'd it's, say it's going well. Yeah. Of course, it's a process. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely getting those good takes it's, down is very exciting. Yeah. Living in different cities presents a challenge because, you know, we get, you know, it's we don't a, get a, as much time as we'd probably all like to have together. Yeah. So you got to make those, those rehearsals and those recording sessions really count. Yeah. When Just you get a little fire because, you know. Yeah. We've. We've jammed and like you know it's like it, if you feel like you have the, all the time in the world you just never do anything you know that's so true, yeah. it's uh you know yeah at the same time though it's like pressure so it's like that's it can it can add up yeah, to yeah. things but it's productive so yeah it's so how does this recording session compare to the last one you did so the first album was just basically all songs I had written in. Uh, brought it to Pat, and Pat and I just kind of laid down the drums and guitar, and I kind of overdubbed bass and everything. And this time, we're really focusing on just getting the three of us a really solid live take together, mm-hmm. um, kind of minimizing the overdubbing and all that. It's been going great so far. It's a lot, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Just yeah, fun. that gives it a lot more energy. I think that the mm-hmm. even if the audience like can't tell from a different take to another one, mm-hmm. the live one people will subconsciously like that. Absolutely. It's just, sure. it doesn't even matter the equipment you're using. If you capture a good performance, you know, it's going to it's gonna sound good. So Definitely. Focus on that aspect. Well, if you like what you're hearing, uh, these guys are going to be at the Yacht Club Saturday, December 1st with YOLO and Mother's Boy. Mama's Boy. Mama's yes. Boy. Um, thank you guys so much for coming in. You, you got a couple more songs yeah, for us? Yeah, I got a couple more. Uh, yeah, another one. This one's... Uh, on the upcoming Doc Miller album, it's called uh, it's called Temples.
You are listening to KRUI 89.7. We got one more song from Doc Miller. We got a little guitar switch happening here. Once again, we got Dan Miller playing the guitar, Lars Lee on the bass, Patrick Montag playing the drums. Thank you guys so much for coming in tonight. Yo, real quick before we go, I got to say real quick. Uh, last Friday, we lost somebody. We lost a guy named Rick Neese, who was a teacher at, at Kennedy High School. Um, super awesome guy. He was the, the leader guitar club. Uh, he was just a really cool, special guy. and He'll be missed. And uh, there's a there's a there's a open mic at Kennedy on Saturday, I believe, uh, in his honor. So if anybody out there wants to come see some music and support some people, go do that. He's a very impactful teacher. Great. I know that those teachers are always super important. I had a teacher in middle school who always encouraged people to play rock music, and those people are huge. Is teachers like that that make high school kind of fun and just unique? And I don't know, it just adds so much. Yeah, and it adds so much. It, it's it's a great supplement to whatever you're learning in band, you know, of course, or yeah. you know, yeah. it all it all goes together. He made a lot of people like like enjoy going to math class, which is pretty remarkable too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just looking at all like the students or people that were in guitar club a lot are still making music, you know. Absolutely. It's. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It's so pretty awesome, yeah. He will be missed. All right, we got one more. Thanks, guys.
That's Doc Miller. Thank you guys so much.